Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. World Soccer Talk Radio here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hello to you all. Thank you for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, WorldSoccerTalk.com is where you got to go for some of the best soccer journalism in all of the world. And you can listen to the show at WorldSoccerTalk.com. Tweet me, Nate Albarea, your host of this fine program, at NateWSD. Tweet us all at World Soccer Talk and at Sports Byline USA for updates on this show. Matteo Bonetti is going to be joining us in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio, the Calcio guy. We're talking all about the Milan Derby. A little bit of panic at Juventus after just two matches. Talk about in the Premier League, the Chelsea panic after four games. Well, Juve, after their incredible season last year, two games, two losses. Talk a little bit about the uh, panic in Turin with Juventus. And I cannot wait to talk with Matteo Bonetti about his recent interview with Italian legend and current Miami FC manager Alessandro Nesta, as well as some of the recent comments from Don Garber. Oh, the soccer Don finds his way into this show yet again. Don Garber saying that MLS will be on the level of the Italian Serie A within the next 10 years. Don Garber also said publicly that Michael Bradley is a better player now than he was a few years ago when he was playing in Italy. That's right, Toronto FC Michael Bradley is better than Italian Serie A Michael Bradley. We will get Matteo Bonetti's take on the soccer Don's comments. And I have a little call to action here before we head to our first break. I love these call to actions. I feel so powerful in this seat. Call to action right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. But really, though, I was reading a great article from our friend Jeff Carlisle on ESPN FC, uh, and it was all about begging Jurgen Klinsmann to stop experimenting. It's time to come up with your lineup. It's it's do or die. It's Mexico on October 10th at the Rose Bowl. There's been a number of other good pieces from friends of the show all around the blogosphere and various sites. Give me your lineup. Send me your lineup at NateWST. Get it down to 140 characters. Send me your lineup. Whatever the formation is, send me your lineup. What's the lineup? If the game's today, what is your starting 11 against Mexico for the U.S. Men's National Team. Again, at Nate WST, send me your U.S. Men's National Team lineup. Put it together. Matteo Benetti with us on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. 
the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Football season starts Sunday, and you could kick things off by winning $2 million at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. It may only be week one, but it already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com. And every broken tackle or spectacular catch could take you closer to a $2 million payday. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ATTACK to play free for a shot at $2 million in Sunday's $10 million Millionaire Maker. Enter ATTACK for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Musicians, it's Yamaha Month at Guitar Center. Save up to 15% on select Yamaha guitars, basses, drums, keys, pro audio, and more. Deals like Yamaha HS Series Studio Monitors. Buy one, get one half off. Save up to 200 bucks on select Yamaha acoustic and electronic drum sets. Up to $500 off Yamaha synths. Or get up to a $50 gift card when you buy select Yamaha acoustic guitars. 50 100 200 up to $500 off select Yamaha gear. The best deals go first during Yamaha Month at Guitar Center. Don't miss it. World Soccer Talk Radio back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea, and we have got the Calcio guy with us on the program today, Matteo Bonetti of BN Sports. Matteo, how is the world treating you today, sir? <laughs> the world's treating us pretty good. We're here in Miami, so obviously it's uh, a bit foolish to start complaining. <laughs> we will talk a little bit about uh, your recent interview with Alessandro Nesta, the Italian yep. legendary defender and uh, current manager of uh, Miami FC. It was really uh, interesting conversation that you had with him the other day. We'll also talk a little bit later in the program about uh, some of the recent comments from the soccer Don. That's right. Some of these new, the, the latest controversial remarks from Don Garber and how they relate directly to Italian soccer. We'll talk a little bit about the panic going on right now at Juventus after just two matches in the Serie A season. 
season and get a little background on uh, how you became such an authority uh, when it comes to Italian soccer. But we got to start in the immediate. We got to look at this weekend. It's the big story in the Serie A. It's the Milan Derby. It's an inter-home match, and it's it's a historic rivalry. It's such a great, great derby. Yet, taking all the headlines seemingly coming into this one, yep. who else? Why always me? It's Mario Balotelli making his second AC Milan debut against his former club. What, what's, your, what's your take on Balotelli kind of stealing headlines coming into this game? And, and what else should we be talking about? Because I pledged on the show before that I wouldn't talk about Mario Balotelli until he scored a goal in a competitive match. And I'm already breaking that promise. No, absolutely. And I think that the media has grown a bit tired of talking of uh, Balotelli's usual antics. I think we even saw it die down last season when he was at Liverpool, not even playing. He was making all the headlines when he joined Liverpool, but after yet another stint where he burned all of his bridges, I think people just sort of got tired of the same old antics. It's the same old story with Mario Balotelli. He's not a malicious player by any means. Uh, People who know him very well say that he's actually a nice guy. He's actually pretty soft-spoken. Uh, but still immature, still doesn't make the best decisions, perhaps about uh, the people he hangs out with, who's advising him, uh, his cutthroat agent. And I'm getting the sense that uh, he's not really in it for the love of the game, but more for the spotlight and the prestige that it brings him and the lifestyle that it allows him to live. So even in Italy, uh, you're seeing Balotelli not making the front pages of the Gazzetta, but making the subsections where they just talked about him losing his license, I believe, for uh, uh, driving, uh, breaking the law yet again. But when it comes down to what he's actually going to do on the field, I think uh, Milan supporters aren't really that excited. I think they're not really expecting that much, which actually could be a blessing in disguise for someone like Balotelli, who really, uh, you know, we said it five chances ago that this was his last chance. Uh, <laughs> and now I think it really is his last chance. And I said it even when he joined Milan. I think this is not the right choice for him. I think Balotelli deserves to go to a place where uh, he feels like he's the center of attention. I kind of linked it to uh, Antonio Cassano's career. After Real Madrid, he went to Sampdoria, and it was at a mid-table club where he felt like he was loved, where he felt like he was the focal point of the team. And I think maybe that's the only way that Balotelli will truly, uh, you know, play to the level that we all expected him to. Well, I love uh, his teammate at AC Milan, Luis Adriano, coming out uh, today and saying that with Balotelli in the lineup, we've got the most potent attack in all of the Serie A. So we'll see how that uh, plays out this weekend. Again, as he makes his second AC Milan debut against his former club in Inter. It's quite the storyline, but enough about Super Mario. Let's talk a little bit more about the match. Matteo, give us your other favorite storylines coming in to this Milan derby. I think uh, right now the coach of Inter, Roberto Mancini, is the, is the coach that's under the most amount of pressure in all of Serie A. He has to get this team to the top three with all the money that uh, uh, their new billionaire owner, Eric Tohir, has splashed into the club. Last season, yes, he only had six months with the club Mancini, but it just wasn't good enough. He didn't really turn around. He didn't really give them, um, you know, he gave them a new look. He switched the formation from a three-back to now that four-back system that he's played. Uh, you know, the four-two-three-one is his favorite formation. But uh, he has to win this match. And even for Milan, they have not looked good at all in the first two matches under Mihailovic. And even Mihailovic said uh, after the game, which I actually liked, uh, he, he said, uh, I think the weight of the kit, 
is actually harming some of my players. They're not looking for the long ball. They're looking for the safe option. They're playing scared. Um, and I think this is quite telling with some of the players they brought in, like uh, Andrea Bertolacci for $20 million, which is a lot of money for a player like Bertolacci. And he was just an abomination uh, in their last match. He was not connecting on any of his passes. He's not going to be playing against Inter. But uh, for Milan right now, the bright spot has to be Carlos Baca. He just scored uh, for Colombia midweek. And him and Luis Adriano were the only two bright spots uh, in Milan's last match to win against Empoli, which really uh, shouldn't have been a win at all because I thought that they didn't play well uh, the least bit. The midfield uh, was bossed around by Empoli out of all the teams. And really the only reason they won is because their two strikers that they signed over the summer uh, had an individual moment of brilliance. They linked up for Baca's goal, and then Adriano scored on a header. So I'm curious to see, and I think that the the, the reason, if Milan does win, it's going to come in the midfield, but uh, right now I don't have a good feeling about it going up against a very strong uh, inter side that essentially has a brand new starting 11. Matteo, I want to go back to something that you just said, one of my favorite quotes that I've heard on the show in quite some time, the weight of the kit at AC yep. Milan. And you look at the way that, that Juventus has kind of run this league over, over the, I mean, especially last year and kind of the downfall of the two Milan teams. There's still that prestige within, within the AC Milan camp, within, within the squad, within the uniform. Talk about the weight of the kit and how it's maybe getting in the way of some of these players. I talked to Christian Vieri about it, a player who obviously knows what it's like to play for both sides of the Milan clubs, and he's played in the derbies, and he, he said it uh, to me that it, it's a game where if you're weak mentally or if you're a player that's not used to, with, to those situations, when you go inside the San Siro and you see 80,000-plus fans and just the, the history behind the stadium, and it really is uh, quite a fearful moment, the way those... Uh, the pillars on the side of the stadium go up. It's, it's a place that, a stadium that I went to every single week as a child with my father, and even then I have these incredible memories of it being jam-packed. But I, I don't really envy players that are trying to make a name for themselves at Inter and Milan uh, having to start in such a big match because the, 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 you really do feel the history uh, that comes along with these clubs, even though they really are a shadow of, the, of their former selves, basically teams that were supposed to go all the way in the Champions League. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Milan and Inter were playing in the semifinal of the Champions League and that you had three out of the four sides in the semifinal of the Champions League being from Serie A. So, you know, for, it was the greatest league in the 90s. I still think it was the greatest league in the 2000s, or at least the early 2000s. Uh, but now it definitely is on its way up. And Inter and Milan, they have to get back to the Champions League. It really doesn't feel quite the same when you don't have, at the very least, Milan being the second most uh, successful side uh, in, the, in the tournament. I remember we actually talked about this with Phil Shane uh, over there uh, from, from BN Sports on this show about kind of the, the, the recent downfall of, of the Serie A and how really the, the foundation of the resurgence of Serie A, it's got to lie in, in the city of Milan. It, it's got to lie, as, you, as you said, with Internacional and AC Milan. It starts with those two clubs. I mean, no, no disrespect to what Juventus accomplished last year, but getting those Milan teams back in to the, uh, the European spotlight would do wonders for the uh, advancement of Serie A, the revival of the Italian top flight. We've got less than a minute before we got to head to break. Matteo, I'm going to ask you, look into the crystal ball. You got any predictions for the, uh, for the Milan Derby this Sunday? I think it's going to follow a similar trend that we've seen in the past few seasons. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be very tentative. I expect both teams to sort of play 
uh, a, a bit careful, at least until the 70th minute, and then they, they'll start opening up. But I would not be surprised if we saw a nil-nil draw or a 1-1 at the very most. This is not going to be a high-scoring game at all. You take a look at Inter starting 11. This is basically a brand-new side. They've essentially signed a, an entirely new starting 11. Even Milan has a lot of new pieces. And uh, if it's going to be a win, I, I think Inter definitely has the edge. Uh, Milan's defense, Mihailovic still not sure who he's going to play in the center of it all. They have Romagnoli, who's still only 20 years old. Tons of pressure with that $30 million price tag. Curious to see how he's going to do as well. Matteo Bonetti, the Calcio guys, with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. We're back after this, talking a little Juventus and then coming stateside and talking Alessandro Nesta and Miami FC and, of course, the soccer Don Garber. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Musicians, it's Yamaha Month at Guitar Center. Save up to 15% on select Yamaha guitars, basses, drums, keys, pro audio, and more. Deals like Yamaha HS Series Studio Monitors. Buy one, get one half off. Save up to 200 bucks on select Yamaha acoustic and electronic drum sets. Up to $500 off Yamaha synths. Or get up to a $50 gift card when you buy select Yamaha acoustic guitars. 50, 100, 200, up to $500 off select Yamaha gear. The best deals go first during Yamaha Month at Guitar Center. Don't miss it. Sports betting and daily fantasy sports will never be the same with advanced algorithmic tools from SwishAnalytics.com. With data-driven bet recommendations for every MLB game every day and a suite of daily fantasy tools including player projections and optimized lineups, it's easier than ever to beat the sportsbooks and your daily fantasy competition at SwishAnalytics.com. Get started today with your seven-day free trial and start making the smart bets and daily fantasy plays every single day with SwishAnalytics.com. That's SwishAnalytics.com. Smarter sports. Bet on it. The world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at Soccer on Dish. 
rebel.com. Football season is back, and this time around, it's all about you, the fan. Thanks to rebel.tv, now you can call the action for your favorite college and pro teams for free. It's your team, so why not give your fans your call? Just mute your TV and provide your own play-by-play or armchair commentary, or listen to other fans like you who love your team as much as you do. With rebel.tv, you can create and enjoy sports broadcast created by fans on your desktop through your iOS, Android app, or through your mobile browser. So blitz the booth this football season and go to rebel.tv to schedule a broadcast today. World Soccer Talk Radio, back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Cabarea, joined by Matteo Bonetti, the Calcio guy of BN Sports. We talked all about the Milan Derby in the first segment. Looking forward to that on Sunday. Big weekend in terms of derbies around Europe and few bigger than that one. It's time now to talk about the reigning champions of Italy and the the reigning runners-up in in the Champions League. And, you know, Matteo, on this show, I try to be sensible. I try to, you know, not buy into this whole ADD culture of of just over-the-top panicking. And I try to be very rational and sensible. But at a certain point, I just say that's no fun. I want to be one of these ADD-having, nutcase, panic people. Two games, two losses. Oh, my God, Juventus is going down the tubes. Please, what the hell's going on in Turin? Tell me what's going on with Juventus, Mateo. Yeah, I was on the call for that match between Juventus and Roma, and that was probably the worst match I've seen from Juventus since before, or at least the first year of Antonio Conte. So more than four years ago, I have not seen them being dominated like that in Serie A. Roma, it's a very good team. This was supposed to be the team to really fight for the Scudetto, and I think this season they have a very good chance, but... When you take a look at Juventus, the squad that they put out against Roma was nowhere near full strength side. They were missing more than half of their starters, especially in the midfield. The influential Claudio Marchisio, Sammy Kadira, uh, Cuadrado wasn't playing. Alexandro, their uh, very quick left wing back that they brought over from uh, Porto, was not playing. And uh, that's where they were absolutely bossed. It was in the midfield that they lost the battle. They couldn't hold on to the ball. And eventually that back line croaked against a very talented Roma side. Listen, if there's any match that you can draw points, it's away to Roma at the Stadio Olimpico. So I wouldn't hit the panic button. Yes, they did lose as well in their first match against Udinese at home, which is something that hasn't happened in, in decades that they draw points like that uh, in the first two uh, rounds of Serie A. But they thoroughly dominated that one. And they have a lot of new pieces. There's still a lot of chemistry that needs to be developed. And this upcoming week against Kievo, Real Kievo with the way they've been playing, uh, the way they've been scoring goals is incredible. Look, look, Kievo called the Flying Donkeys. It's actually a funny story because it was the Hellas Verona fans, that you know, the, the derby between Verona and Kievo, same city, but it was the Hellas Verona fans that said, donkeys will fly before Kievo ever gets to Serie A. So obviously when Kievo did come to Serie A about a decade ago, uh, they adopted this moniker and now they're very proud uh, of it and obviously make fun of Hellas because Hellas was in City B up until two seasons ago. So going up against Kievo right now, who's perfect six points, uh, probably a, t- a pretty tough match for Juventus, but there are a few uh, interesting spots to talk about. Uh, it's going to be Hernandez's debut, who just joined for 11 million euro from Inter. He's going to give them uh, what they were sorely lacking in the first two games, which is an attacking midfielder who can string together uh, the attack and the midfield that can link up with the two strikers, uh, who are probably going to be Morata and Paulo Dybala. Uh, Alexandro, very talented wingback, is going to give you a lot of offensive uh, uh, threat on the left-hand side, is going to play from the start, uh, from the start is what the Gazeta is saying. So 
this is going to be a stronger side than the one that lined up against Roma. They're going to be playing at home where they're very tough to beat at the Juventus Stadium. So I wouldn't panic too much. If they don't get a win here, then maybe uh, it's time to press the panic button, because especially if Inter gets a win, because then you don't want to drop that many points uh, behind the Nerazzurri. But Matteo, isn't panicking like the most fun thing to do in the soccer world? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you you, you reference the, the flying donkeys. I mean, they're, they're yep. seven goals for, one against after two matches, sitting pretty. I love the, the Hellas fans say, you know, donkeys will fly, uh, you know, before Kiev will ever make it to the top flight. Well, right now, I know it's after just two games, but sitting as pretty as possible at the top of the table. And, and within Italy, and this goes back to the glory days, really, of the 90s and the 2000s, there, there were always those big names. As far as the, the sleeper picks, as far as your kind of surprise packages, living in the present moment, living this year in this Serie A season, 2015-2016, could you see Chievo Verona being potentially that surprise package that obviously they're not going to you know, keep anything lasting like what they're doing right now, but could you right. see them uh, sneaking into a European spot and then doing something special? Well, they, well, they, they snuck the fourth place about a decade ago, which is one of the miracles of Serie A with a club with a side that was very young, very inexperienced, but actually had some players that went on to bigger, uh, bigger teams. But uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, it, it, Cable's goal is always going to be to avoid uh, relegation. So I think yes, they will achieve salvation, and that right in and of itself is their main objective. To them, that's their Champions League, just staying away from the City of B, which is essentially a purgatory for a lot of teams because of the low uh, ticket sales. Uh, you know, all the talks about the corruption. So. Once a team gets to City, uh, you'll want to stay there. Obviously, it's, it, it's pretty obvious with every league it's going to be like that. But Chievo, uh, will they get into a European spot? I, I, I think that would be incredibly unlikely. This is just a cute start from them that's made a few headlines in the Gazeta. But uh, overall, they just don't have the talent uh, throughout the starting 11. And also, at the top of the City, uh, there's a lot more parity this year. This won't be a year where Juventus pulls away with a double-digit lead after uh, basically after December and uh, makes it a one-horse race at the top with everyone else just fighting for the second and third place. It's not going to be like that. This is going to go down to the wire. I see teams like Inter, uh, Roma fighting as well for that first place. And also teams like Fiorentina, Milan, I think, is going to be top five, but I don't think that they're ready for ch- to challenge for the Scudetto. I think a third finish would be a very good success for the Rossoneri. Uh, and then you have teams like Lazio, which haven't gotten stronger despite finishing third last season. They're already knocked out of the Champions League. So... There's a lot of teams right now fighting for five places. Unfortunately for Serie A fans, the Bundesliga took away the fourth uh, spot for the Champions League. So mm-hmm. Italy right now has to settle with only three teams going to the promised land each year, or in this case, two, because lots of them passed the qualification stages. All right, well, I am all in for the Flying Donkeys right now. So all, all of you oh, Kievo fans listening to this show, send me, send me some scars, send me some swag. I am all in for the Flying Donkeys. I, I remember the glory of, of Generalissimo Bradley, Michael Bradley, right. suiting up for yep. Kievo just a few years ago. And it transitions perfectly, Matteo, into the next thing I wanted to ask you about. And we're coming back stateside. Uh, I guess we're actually kind of going up to Canada uh, for this as well. But Don Garber, Mr. Mister MLS, Mr. Soccer Don, saying publicly, and this just, I, I'm going to make no secrets about it. This just makes me roll my eyes and, and grit my teeth when I hear things like this. And I cannot wait to hear uh, your take on this. But saying publicly that uh, he feels that Michael Bradley has not only not regressed, 
uh, since leaving Europe, since leaving, mm-hmm. uh, actually it was Roma that he left to come back uh, to Major League Soccer, but after just his incredible time at Kievo Verona, where the fans loved him, where the Italian media even took to him, yep. he was actually really looked at as this great, gritty midfield presence within the Italian top flight. Don Garber saying that Michael Bradley has not only not regressed, he has actually improved as a player since returning to Major League Soccer for Toronto FC. We've got four minutes before we got to head to break. Mateo, you can take all four if you want to tell me why Don Garber is either totally correct in saying that or why he's an absolute nutter. I, I can't agree with that at all, and I've seen Michael Bradley on the national team, and I also watched every match of uh, of Michael Bradley when he played in Serie A, when he became this uh, lovable character in Verona with a, uh, in uh, Kievo Verona with a small team. He was their midfield general. Uh, the city of Verona went absolutely crazy for him. All 15 fans of Kievo Verona bought his kit, and he was becoming uh, you know the, an American sensation. Then he made his big money switch to Roma. Well, not big money when you consider what he's making now. But he went to Roma, got a starting spot, uh, and unfortunately in the end he didn't work out. He didn't get consistent time in his last year, which I think is too bad because I thought Michael Bradley was an excellent fit in Serie A. I even thought I was surprised more than anything with his passing range from the back. And, you know, he really was that box-to-box midfielder. He had tremendous passion. He learned the language in seemingly two months, which apparently he's quite a linguist from everything I've read. But I remember him giving perfect Italian interviews after, after two months of being in Verona, it really, it's very surprising, but it seems like he took to the culture, he embraced it, but how do you refuse an offer where your salary goes up fivefold and he's now making a salary that in Serie A only the top 1% of players are making? So I wasn't surprised that Michael Bradley, Sebastian Jovinko, these players uh, went to MLS, and really, we'll stay on the topic of Bradley, but Jovinko is the one that I want to talk about as well, because what he's done, I think, is the most telling uh, for Dom Garber's optimism about the MLS. You're now looking at a guy that's in his prime making a move from Juventus, a club that's expected to win everything in Italy, and now going to Canada, which is a place with an excellent Italian expat community. I actually think uh, Toronto is a city in North America with the most Italian expats living there, so it's an easy transition. Um, but if you want to stay on Michael Bradley, I-, I wouldn't say that he's improved. I don't think the league definitely hasn't made him a better player. I think maybe it's just him getting on with his ears and adding a little, a few more elements to his team. But from what I've seen of him now, he doesn't seem any or much different at all to when I watched him in Serie A when he was going up against much better opposition and at times even taking the player of the match award. He was a, he was a joy to watch, and I, I thought it was great for uh, for, for American, uh, American fans to have a player to follow in at Serie A, obviously the Ogutrionier experiment didn't work out at Milan, so <laughs> I thought Michael Bradley was finally going to be that American player in Serie A to do so well, and he was. Uh, but it, I, don't, I, I don't know if I agree with, uh, with what Don Garber said. Definitely not his surroundings that have made him a better player. I think uh, maybe it's just him uh, getting continued playing time. And let's not even forget, in Serie A, to play the way he did, I think is the testament of his career. Well... I, I personally do think that he has regressed since leaving, actually since leaving, in many ways, since leaving Kievo Verona. And, and I know he, he had some glimpses of brilliance yep. at Roma, but the, the notion of, and I've talked about this on this show, I've talked about this on other shows as well, that in the 90s with, with U.S. men's national team players, this even goes into the, the early 2000s with, uh, with Dempsey and McBride in the Premier League at Fulham. 
of being able to play in a top league for a mid to low level club within that top league is the best thing for the U.S. men's national team. Michael Bradley, week in, week out in the Serie A, was going against the best midfielders in the world. He was starting every single game and playing 90 minutes almost every time. That is what was good for the U.S. men's national team, and it's sad to see us get away from that. We'll see who the next American in Serie A will be. Hopefully it comes sooner rather than later. Matteo Benetti with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Back after this, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. Things change as you get older. Glasses get thicker, sunscreen gets stronger, hair grows where it shouldn't. The same is true for your car. Some changes you can see, some you can't. So Valvoline created MaxLife, our best defense against the hidden signs of aging for cars that are just getting started at 75,000 miles. We introduced motor oil in 1866, and we've been reinventing it ever since. Valvoline, 140 years under the hood. Visit AutoZone now and buy five quarts of MaxLife and an oil filter starting at $23.99. See store for restrictions and details. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800 614 Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Nate Abarea and Matteo Bonetti of BN Sports, the Couchio guy right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports by Line Broadcasting Network. Tweet me at NateWST and tweet us 
at World Soccer Talk with all of your takes on this conversation and the rest of our shows here on World Soccer Talk Radio. You had an interesting interview recently, Matteo, uh, with Alessandro Nesta, the, the legendary Italian defender who is now the uh, manager of Miami FC. Uh, tell us about this this interview, what you guys really talked about. For, for the folks who haven't uh, had a chance to, to see or, or read some of the excerpts uh, from it, ta- tell us what you, what you really talked about uh, with Alessandro Nesta and tying it specifically into the soccer scene in Miami and, and with the location of, of BN Sports and Miami FC and, and the whole Beckamania MLS fiasco that's still kind of going on. Talk about soccer in Miami and how this uh, interview may have related uh, to it as a whole. Yeah, you'd think that uh, soccer in Miami would be one of the biggest hubs, uh, obviously, in all of North America. There's so much passion down here. Uh, a huge Latin community, a very big European community as well. So a lot of soccer mad nations in this melting pot that is Miami. But I think what Alessandro Nesta is going to do uh, as the coach of Miami FC is going to be something to at least keep your eyes on. I know he's going to have, uh, he's going to face stiff competition from uh, the eventual Beckham uh, MLS side in Miami, but he has some serious financial back, uh, backing. Alessandro Nesta, Ricardo Silva is going to be the president and. Uh, for, for those of you who might have heard of him, he's uh, also the president of MP Silva. He made a fortune off of uh, rights distribution uh, in, throughout the world, started off Milan Channel as well. So uh, a very passionate owner uh, in Ricardo Silva. This is not a joke. This is something that I think is going to be taken very seriously. And especially when you take a look at some of the people that they've recruited, Paolo Maldini as the vice president, and Alessandro Resta, who's going to be in his first ever coaching role so we talked to him we asked him first off what he thought uh, his coaching philosophy might be and the thing he said right away is that he wants to you know develop a very strong tactical side that resembles the kinds of sides that he played with uh, in Italy more than anything you always hear players going to city out for the first time saying wow we cannot believe the level of tactical detail that goes into every training session a lot of players have said that from the Premier League coming over like Evra, Tevez and saying how difficult it is in Serie A just because of the tactics. Even the smaller teams have great defensive shape, very organized. So what Nesta wants to do, being one of the greatest defenders to ever play the game, is bring this sort of defensive coaching, the solidity at the back to the NASL level. I'd be lying if I told you I've been watching NASL in the past few seasons. But this is definitely something that I think is going to spark up the interest of a lot of, uh, a lot of people, especially this giant Italian expat community. And also the fact that Miami is one of the main traveling hubs of a lot of city out players. Uh, I think a lot of players who are retiring or close to retiring might give Miami FC a shot uh, in terms of the, the latter stages of their career. So for this reason alone, I think that Miami FC, with the financial backing and also with the, with the people involved like Maldini and Nesta and their connections, obviously, in Italy, I think we're going to see a pretty interesting team being able to develop once it gets going uh, in spring of 2016. Well, Matteo, we've talked about uh, this on, on this show quite a bit, and that is the, the tactical freedom, the tactical variations that you'll actually see in NASL that you won't see in Major League Soccer. And for a guy like Nesta to be able to come in and just sim- simply bring his style and say, hey, we're going to try to replicate tactically uh, all, all of those successful Milan teams, even who, who knows, the, the, the Lazio system that, that I came through way back when. And I absolutely love that. And it brings, it brings a level of diversity to the league. And that's one 
one of the things I actually really enjoy about the North American Soccer League. And I couldn't help but sit right. here and chuckle when you said that, you know, he's got, and I've seen all the pictures uh, with Paulo Maldini and Maldini's involvement uh, with Miami FC. I'm sitting here laughing going, damn, he's bringing the, ba- he's getting the band back together. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And they all have apartments here uh, next to Maldini, the president. So they're very familiar with the area. The only thing that I'm a bit worried about is where they're actually going to play their football. Now the latest rumors are that they're going to start off, although it hasn't been confirmed, but they're going to start off at uh, Florida International University's pitch. So, you know, I, I don't expect more than, you know, maybe a few hundred to really show up. So if they were able to secure a site for a stadium, then obviously that would be a lot better for the side than playing way out west at FIU uh, in their in that stadium. But that even that hasn't been confirmed. So. I think a lot of things are still up in the air. And what I've noticed from having grown up in Miami since, uh, since I was fairly little is that this is a place where you need star power to attract fans. It's, it's not the most loyal bunch of, of fans in Miami. And I think that has to do more with the transient nature of the city in, in the sense that you don't have many people who actually grew up here. It feels like almost everyone I've met here is from another place. So they don't really have that, that, that sort of... Uh, of, of passion and commitment and loyalty to the city. Obviously, there's plenty who do, uh, like myself, but uh, it, having this transient community, a lot of people who've come from overseas and all over the world to form this melting pot. But when it comes down to actually being passionate about sports, it's obviously lagging behind a lot of other major American and Canadian cities. I love a, a quote from many uh, New Yorker friends of mine who, who label various sections of Miami as the sixth borough of, of New York City. Exactly, and that kind of goes to the, to the point that you were making there, Mateo. But it, it would be interesting to see if Miami FC does the right things. And, and even looking forward to potentially the, the, the Beckham influence and, and the MLS side that, that could happen still, still up in the air. But of playing in to that melting pot. And that's something that, that I, I, you, you touched on there a few minutes ago, and I don't think it's done enough. And that is really taking advantage and, and playing your cards towards and, and really doing things with the, the immigrant community in mind and really taking advantage of the melting pot yep. that is Miami. I mean, touch on that a little bit more as far as some of the mistakes that we've seen in the past with the, the Miami fusion and various other soccer uh, situations in Miami, the importance of, of playing in to what Miami really is at the core. I still think that, uh, and even with Beckham's MLS side, uh, they've been trying so hard to get a location uh, close to the port, which is right in the heart of downtown Miami. But, you know, the real estate there is, uh, is it's a very lucrative piece of land that they're trying to get. But I think the most important thing to draw this massive football culture here in Miami is you have to get a stadium in a good location with, you know, public transportation, which is virtually non-existent in Miami nearby, ample parking, uh, we saw what happened with the with the Miami Marlins, the, you know, the disaster that uh, that the stadium caused there using taxpayer money. So, you know, I'm more curious to see more where Beckham and obviously that star power that he would bring would be able to get the stadium. But going back to Miami FC for a second, this is also a great opportunity for Alessandro Nesta to really get his coaching badges. He's not going to have barely any pressure. You know, he's not going to get sacked. He's going to be working with his very close friends, and this is very much a project for each of them to start something new, uh, a managerial role for Nesta, Ricardo Silva getting in the act, owning a team, and obviously uh, Paulo Maldini as well in, uh, in a high-capacity level near the top where he's going to have some very uh, big choices to make and some influential decisions. So 
I, I, I need to see where they're going to get a stadium. Are they going to go get their own private stadium? Are they just going to stay uh, the first years in FIU? Will anyone really take notice if they do play in a very small university stadium on the outskirts of Miami? You know, it's not a place that's easy to get to for a lot of people in Miami. It's about a 45-minute drive from Miami Beach. So I don't know if that would be ideal. Hopefully, if, if that does uh, if that is the case in the first few, uh, in the first year at least, they do move to somewhere that uh, is a bit more realistic in terms of drawing in massive crowds. So what I'd like to see, having lived in Miami, is a stadium that's close to the heart of it all, you know, not one that's in, in Lockhart all the way up in Fort Lauderdale or way out west in a university campus. Matteo Banetti is with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio. And Matteo, you are your your Twitter handle and, and who you are. You are the Calcio guy. And, and every time we have, we've had so many guests, uh, the, the great folks over there at BN Sports who've been on this show. And they always say, you know, anytime I got any questions about Italy, anytime I need to know anything about Italian soccer, you are the guy that they go to. You, you are the Italian authority over there at BN Sports. Give us a little background on, I know you talked about, Kind of, you know, your your uh, your upbringing in both Italy and in Miami. But give us a little bit of background on on your relationship with Italian yeah. soccer and and how it how it came to be and how it how it became so strong. Your link the the link between you and and Italian soccer. Yeah, and I, I grew up around the game, uh, and uh, I, I grew up in Milan. I went to see the Invincibles every single match. With my father, my my grandfather was actually the vice president uh, for three years back in the early seventies of AC Milan. So. You know, he's had a tremendous influence uh, in terms of you know, his network of, of people. So I kind of grew around inside uh, the club of Milan, you know, knowing a lot of the players when I was younger. And uh, my father still maintains a relationship with a lot of the players, a lot of the people, uh, you know, near the top of the club and also knows a lot of the agents around Serie A. So basically having that insider understanding of the way the league works, you know, the mentality of the clubs, how they operate, what goes on behind the scenes and, Obviously, the passions uh, really bled through to me, and they, you know, I think my dad would have disowned me if I didn't pick up a passion for calcio. And ever since I was, ever since I can remember going to the San Siro, watching every match, I've been watching every game, uh, anytime I get the chance. Uh, and I always say that now I get to, I, it's not really work for me because I get to cover games that I would be watching anyway at home. So I don't mind being at the office on Saturday and Sunday starting from 5, 6 a.m. in the morning all the way up to the late afternoon because it's probably what I'd be doing anyway if I wasn't working in football. So honestly, I, I feel completely blessed that I was given this opportunity to, you know, to be able to, to, to call my passion, you know, to be able to work around the game and, you know, offering my, you know, my, my knowledge of the league and also learning a lot about other leagues. You know, we have to cover Premier League, La Liga, Liga on the championship, the second division of England. So, you know, also expanding the knowledge and not just being niche uh, with the Serie A has been probably even more rewarding. Matteo, we've got three minutes left here with you, so we've got to do a little rapid fire. I want to really get to know the, the nostalgia department in the brain of Matteo <laughs> Bonetti. We start with favorite San Siro memory. Oh, wow. I have to say, uh, oh, that's, that's a very tough one, guys. Very tough. It, it probably has to be when, uh, well, I'll tell you my least favorite, and that's when <laughs> uh, it's the last time I ever went to a Milan game. It was a Milan Napoli. I believe it was uh, it was either ninety three or ninety four, and that's the last time my father brought me to a game because it's when uh, the supporters from the opposing side started throwing rocks at us, and one of them nearly hit my head. And I think that kind of 
rings true of, you know, the, the potential dangers of going to Serie A games. And we still see it now in, uh, in Roma and a few other cities. Not as much now in Milan. Uh, it's actually pretty amicable when Milan and Inter play. But I'd have to say probably the first derby I ever went to between Milan and Inter that I can remember was in the early 90s. Uh, Milan won 2-1. And, uh, and also going to Champions League matches of Milan when the great uh, Savicevic would score. Uh, and my dad always said that when I attended, Savicevic would get a goal. So uh, that kind of became a, a running thing. But uh, unfortunately, in the past, uh, I haven't been able to go to the San Siro in, uh, in a few years now because obviously being here in Miami, it's made it hard during the season to travel abroad. But most of my memories, and I think you know that the magic of Calcio comes from being able to attend all those games uh, back in the early 90s uh, at the San Siro, back when it was packed every single week. It really was incredible to go to. That really was the heyday of football. It was the time when Milan were considered the favorites. I mean, their, their, their victory against Barcelona in the Champions League final was probably one of the best games uh, in, in the history of the club. So, you know, so many memorable moments. And now a lot of Milan fans hoping that the club can get back to its former grade because it really does feel awkward not being able to see Milan in a European competition. Matteo, we got 90 seconds left, so I want to squeeze a couple more of these in. Milan have a great history. They're one of the first clubs to really embrace foreign players, to embrace non-Italian players. And I remember in my my soccer upbringing in the 90s, Georgie Weah, Leonardo, Oliver yep. Bierhoff were all parts of those great Milan teams. First favorite non-Italian player for AC Milan? Marco Van Basten, easy, easiest question you could ask me. Marco Van Basten, the uh, greatest striker to ever play at Milan, to really lead the line. It's unfortunate uh, an injury derailed his career before he turned 30 because it, had it not happened, he would have gone on to become uh, considered just like Ronaldo, if not better, uh, true, true legend. Matteo, last time, uh, t- last week, actually, your colleague over there at BN, Terry Lee, was on the show, and she uh, shared her fondness for Italian food. Last question, Matteo <laughs> Benetti, favorite classic Italian dish? Uh, it's called polenta with gorgonzola. It's a typical dish from Milan. It's uh, basically, you know, polenta, and then you put melted gorgonzola cheese on top of it. Uh, it keeps you warm in the winter. You have it with a, with a glass of vino, and uh, it'll be a perfect night. <laughs> I know what I am having for dinner this evening. Matteo Bonetti, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. You're right. welcome back on the show anytime, mate. Thanks again. Anytime. It's been fun. Thanks. Again, that was Matteo Bonetti, the Calcio guy of BN Sports. We're back to take the express train home on the other side of this break. World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports by Line, Broadcasting Network. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. 
For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more, a $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Football season is back, and this time around, it's all about you, the fan. Thanks to Rabble.tv, now you can call the action for your favorite college and pro teams for free. Just mute your TV and provide your own play-by-play or armchair commentary. Or listen to other fans like you who love your team as much as you do. With Rabble.tv, you can create and enjoy sports broadcasts created by fans on your desktop, through your iOS or Android app, or through your mobile browser. We want to hear you watch the game. So blitz the booth this football season and go to Rabble.tv to schedule a broadcast today. All right, I need some gorgonzola, I need some vino, I need some lamb chops, I need some... Oh, sorry, I was making my uh, shopping list for this evening. Matteo Bonetti getting me quite hungry as he closed out his time here on World Soccer Talk Radio. The Calcio guy. Huge thank you to Matteo for his time here in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. You know, during the past few months, we have created this new weekend tradition with Rabble.tv of hearing true passionate audio, true knowledgeable and passionate audio during various games from around the world. The cast of characters ranging from the full-time Devils and their Manchester United material, Sam Kelly, Cardiff Krishnire, Juan Arango. Well, now Rabble.tv is taking it to the next level with a brand new redesign and new apps for Android and iOS smartphones and tablets. So no matter whether you're at home or on the road, tune into this Saturday's broadcast. It's Everton and Chelsea with Gary Hayes, a man you've heard right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Rather recently, it was on on Tuesday. Gary Hayes from the Bleacher Report sharing his thoughts and opinions during the match. Chelsea only recording one win out of four games so far, so it's rather important for the Blues to head to Merseyside and put in a convincing performance against the Toffees. And we're already labeling it the John Stones Derby. Can't buy me stones. Stones. Money can't buy you stones. John Stones playing against Chelsea, the team that tried to swoop him all summer long but could not pull it off. So I look forward to the John Stones Derby with Gary Hayes on Saturday. It's kicking off the Premier League weekend, 7.45 a.m. Eastern time here in the U.S. of A. you got an iPhone or an Android, install the Rabble.tv app and add a comment to the broadcast message board or... 
create your own broadcast. Call one of your team's games. It's easy. It's free. It's your team. It's your call. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.